0: to The Only Podcast That Matters. This is your co-host, MBG, and I'm joined tonight by David Exley. And of course, I had to bring Dennis in because of the significance of this week. Eddie Van Halen passed away, Dennis. Rest
1: in power. Rest in power chords. You can take your mute off, Dennis. Rest in power chords. Can you hear me now? Rest in power chords. You muted us. You muted us. Can anybody hear me?
0: Check, check. We heard oh, no, you. We got Sorry, you. this is not a, a professional podcast here, so we're doing the best we can with the sounds. All right, Dennis, here's, here's what happened this week. Uh, Eddie Van Halen died. Yep. Yeah. And I pre-cleared this with you. Yeah. And I thought this would be a good week to have you on as a full guest.
1: Appreciate that.
0: We were going to bring you in just for your continued discussion about rule changes. But I got a text from you this week. And you said, did you, by the way, you sent it to me three hours after I heard about Eddie Van Halen dying, but assumed what you meant. And you said, did you hear did you cry when Jerry Garcia died and my response to you was no
1: so you're not a true fan he never touched your soul he never touched your heart I guess well that's what EVH did for me and you know he was he was in my childhood you know the teenage years going through junior high and high school I mean the most impressionable years uh, by far especially for me being a musician anyway uh, so yeah, I, I cried. I admit it.
0: Let me tell our broadcast uh, podcast viewers a little story. And it's a rare occasion that something weird happened on the golf course and Dave wasn't there. Dave, how you doing tonight?
2: Doing really good. Happy to be here yet again.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's I don't know. One day, let's say four or five years ago, and I was in San Antonio with uh half team Detroit rebuild Dennis, whatever girly fat boys, whatever it's called. And then Joe B whatever his team is called. And we decided to go out for a, a brainstorming session offsite to talk about customer service, which means we're going to the golf course. So we're out on the golf course. It is the greatest day, Dave. I'm telling you, it's like one of these Texas afternoons. It was probably October. I mean, it was like 78 degrees and just nobody's on the golf course. It's like a Tuesday afternoon. Are you following me, Dave? I'm following. All right. So we have the course to ourselves and we're drinking. We're having a good time. We're, we're, we're trying to find Dennis's ball <laughs> banana hook and he keeps going in the woods. But other than that, we're just having a great time, slow pace. in. You know, I Dave, you're the same way as me on the golf course. I want to make sure that I'm always keeping pace. That's the most important thing to me. It's more important than the actual score. I just don't want to get in people's way. And there's a, there's a couple. It's a man and a woman, and they're walking. They're walking up this hill, but they're getting closer to us each hole. So at some point, Joe B. and I say, let's just let them pass through. And Were this- we drinking
1: that day? I don't remember. Were we drinking that day?
0: You uh, had a flask. I'm not sure what was in it, but yes.
2: And I'm pretty sure he covered that earlier.
0: So, uh, Joe B and I said, let's just let these uh, fine couple pass through. And Half starts complaining. They're walkers. They're walkers. Joe, they're walkers. Okay, we let them pass through. And by the way, they were out of sight within a hole. We never saw them again. So, we play another hole or two, and we're kicking back. I'm telling you, like there's just – this light breeze, blue sky, and oh, over the next hill comes a single guy. He's a walker, also. And Joe says, Dennis, we're, we're going to let this guy pass through. On, and, and again, half starts with, But he's a walker. He's a walker, Joe. He's a walker. Dennis is on. Team half on this. I'm with Joe. Like this is a great afternoon. I really don't know yeah, what's going off. to happen. So finally, this guy meets us on the t box, and we go, "No, go ahead and take your time." And they're dicks. And this guy stops, and he goes, "I don't know how this conference." Oh, we were playing music. We were yeah. playing Van Halen. And he's Van Speaker. Like, I was a roadie. I was a tech roadie for Van Halen. And he yeah. pulls out of his bag. Several guitar picks from some world tour and gives to Dennis and to half. And to Joe. And to Joe. Okay, fair enough. Hits his ball and moves on. We never see him again. But he's 20 feet away. And Dennis goes, What the fuck is this? This ain't the right world tour. Complaining about this, gu- no, 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 no. this is bullshit. Said, this, is
1: from, this is from the tour fucking six years ago, is what I said. I wasn't complaining I was just saying it wasn't like the most recent in that it matter from anyway it's a great I, story
0: I feel like it's a parable and it's a lesson in life somehow which is you never know when someone in some fashion is going to show up in your life to send you a message and you can accept it or not you Dennis did not accept it and you texted me that you cried about Eddie Van Halen, yet you got a guitar pick from a guy that used to tune his guitar. So explain yourself, because this is very confusing to me.
1: I wasn't. I wasn't complaining. My only comment was, it was an older. Uh, it was a pick from an older tour. It wasn't a complaint. I'm sorry if it came off that way. You know, I do have this tonal quality, um, and sometimes my facial, my facial, deal makes me look like I'm kind of pissed off. But I wasn't complaining at all. I'm saying okay. this. Is well,
0: I'm going to say, we don't have Joe B this week. He is out treating his wife, Mrs. B, who actually does have a name other than Mrs. B, which is Robin. It's her birthday. They're out for a birthday dinner, but he'll be back next week. We'll let him respond to how this story actually went, but I totally disagree. I think he did not take advantage of that moment. And where's the guitar pick now? I still have it. It's uh, hanging in my music
1: room with my other assorted uh, famous guitar picks.
0: Okay. Well, we actually do have a little bit more before the end of the podcast. Dennis did something artistic, which is interesting, which is actually going to become the new art for this podcast uh, related to Van Halen. Anything else to say about Eddie Van Halen?
1: i just say, you know, Rustin rest in Power Chords, you know, got, he was an innovator, a genius. Uh, if you really research him, uh, it's really mind-boggling what he did and accomplished the guy never he was classically trained could never read music and uh they had to rewrite guitar music just because of what he did uh because of him they invented tablature which is so anyway but i don't want to go on and on
0: i gotta think jay fry right now is thinking i thought this was a uh podcast about fantasy football although he did enjoy the reuben kincaid references last week and we do have a game this week we'll have a game every week but okay fair enough so the answer is no i did not cry when jerry garcia died because we knew it was coming it was a thing i will tell you john lennon i was the right age for that and might have gotten a little misty with john lennon uh by the way john lennon would be 80 years old today today is yeah, John. yeah lennon. did you know happy birthday john and happy birthday well that's a
1: great coincidence with mrs b she shares the birthday with john lennon happy birthday mrs <laughs> b
0: happy birthday, well her birthday was i believe tuesday so- uh, okay but um i wasn't watching this game i'm not gonna say it was but the way that uh john lennon's death was announced the nation was, and this is where we get back to football, was on Monday Night Football. Please listen right here. It happened with Howard Cosell. John Smith is on the line, and I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the book. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just
1: a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon. Outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous perhaps of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Ought to go back to the game after that news flash.
0: So that was the first time America heard about it. The crazy thing is, Howard Cosell and John Lennon were actually friends, they both lived in uh, the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Uh, unexpectedly. And if you go to YouTube, John was on at halftime of Monday night football in 1974, clearly stoned out of his mind, having no idea what they're talking about and only thinking about Liverpool football, which I totally respect, but uh, it's pretty fun. Anybody that wants to go and find that in YouTube. It's, it's interesting to listen to, but that gets us back into football talk. By the way, that game was the Buffalo Bills against the Redskins. The game went to overtime. I'm not sure who won it, but there were more comments. So if you go to YouTube, you can listen. Howard Cosell commented more on it. Some of the younger listeners of this podcast might not know Howard Cosell, but I have pretty good Howard Cosell impersonation. Dennis, can you give us your Chris Berman impersonation, please? The boomer.
1: Oh, he can't just break that out. You got to be in the mood. You got to be in the mood. You got to be in the mood because – with heavy hearts, with, with heavy hearts, we, uh, we mourn the loss. Of <laughs> job.
0: Anyway, sorry, uh, got to be in the mood for that. All right, let's talk about the league. All right, so uh, Team Chubb, whatever it was, no longer undefeated. And by the way, not looking like a good team. I'll, I'll be honest, we'll, we'll start with that game. I had this crazy thought, and I know it's impossible, that I might run undefeated. I might run this whole league. And now I'm not sure I can win another game. I'm not sure what happened. Nick Chubb, it's terrible. Uh, He loses. I'm pretty sure Joe B can confirm next week. I probably will have the lowest point total for the entire week. I got slaughtered, slaughtered. Nick Chubb is out for six weeks, which means eight weeks. The only thing that I could do, the only small thing I could do was change my team name to Giant D to Cream Pie. Yes, we, uh, we noticed that. that yeah. But, no, here's the important thing to know about it. Unlike Kristen Garrison with her phony team, with Burrow, not on her team, I'm never gonna play the Giants D. But I did pick them up and put them on my team. So, Joe B. is not going to be able to accuse me of anything. That's all I got this week. That's my – matter win. of principle? That was a matter of principle, right? That's my win. Giant D to Kareem Pie. And uh, to Kareem Pie not even looking good. He's got a groin problem. Dave Lee. No, a-
2: no, no, no. He, he's going to play. And, and your game was brutal. And you would have lost either way. But in your game – Chubb was uh, eh, less than successful, obviously, because of his injury. But Hopkins and Lockett. Lockett dropped a 40-yard pass that was right in his arms that would have given you more points. And I'm pretty sure that Hopkins was injured and shouldn't have even played. But he did play. So I think your team's all right. You're right in the middle of the pack. But by no means are you going to run the league over.
0: Did you no. see the quote from Hopkins? And I sent it to both of you guys by text, so I know you saw it. But he was like, nothing will stop me from playing bill o'brien fired this week dennis what do you think about that
2: he has his hand up he's got to answer
0: I, so number one goodbye bill see
1: you later don't i don't want to see you ever again thank you you've grown our team for the next four years uh but just a quick fact on the deandre hopkins uh he was 11 catches he needed 11 catches on sunday to set the nfl record for the quickest uh, so I think it was a 1,000 or something. There it, it was, it was a very uh, large record that was out there for him had he caught 11 passes in that game. So
2: Well, outside of the uh, very large record, there was a lot of things going on with Michael's team this week. And I, I thought you actually had a relatively good pickup with uh, Valdez Scanling, but he didn't need it. It's the, I mean, the Green Bay Packers did not need it in that game. and. Well, didn't come to fruition and
0: Maybe the only smart thing I did all week was I picked him up early because I was worried about Devontae Adams who ended up going from questionable to doubtful to not playing but he was a month so yeah no it was a bad week and now I'm just trying to get to the playoffs and let's see what happens I, I, I believe to... you were team of the week actually team of the W-E-A-K week. Yeah, go ahead say that again because you've been talking about it via text for <laughs> several weeks Make your point better. Go ahead. So just so just I'm I'm putting oh, a proposal goodness. out there. Oh,
1: putting a proposal out there. First of all, let me apologize for my antics on Sunday morning. Oh. Uh you know, I was uh my team was firmly in the crosshairs and I freaked out and I, you know, tried to get something passed very quickly. And apparently that didn't sit well with a lot of people or Dennis, I, believe people were I
2: believe you're walking into things that right? we're gonna talk about later. Let's not talk um,
1: about that. Yeah. yeah. Well well there's a segue there's a segue there.
2: Mm, there's kind of a segue but hold on L- let the uh the, the person that runs of the week, the
1: podcast, what, you will what? get bashed if you are the the lowest scoring team every week my proposal is the lowest scoring team every week gets bashed on this podcast every week doesn't matter who you are so sorry about your luck uh Michael Gorman you're the team of the week
2: <laughs> the Raiders go ahead <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I think that's fair fair enough. enough. What do you think, Mike?
0: I'm I'm humbled. I went from uh, wanting, I owe you 50 bucks, Dave. You didn't take me up on the $100 bet that I wanted last week on the podcast. So we'll settle it up because we have various bets about Astros, Trump, whatever. We'll settle up first of December. Hopefully by then we know that Joe Biden's our new president. So let's move on to other games. John. Oh, my God. John is so full of himself right now. He's hot. He's
2: well, hot. let's be honest. I mean, the Stable Goats have won two games in a row. Yeah, he's hot. By the luckiest of circumstances. A win's a win. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I really
0: have nothing to say. He's still, if Joe was here, he would tell you he's still the lowest scoring team in the league. He barely can break a hundred points. I want to play him every week, but all right, John, you're two and two, John, I will take the money that we have on the Trump bet and double down that you will not make the playoffs. And I would like you to be on this podcast next week. Because I have a few other John comments. Let's talk about them right now. Let's just talk about them. Because I know Dennis has some involvement in this too. So, John, I'm so confused because you sent a text out midweek asking, why are the Astros playing at Dodger Stadium? Dennis, did you see that? Well, he prefaced
1: that question with, what channel is it on? Mind you, uh, he lives in Houston or he is in Houston right now, or uh, who knows where John is. He's either here or there. Uh, so I give him the station, and then he goes, why are they playing in L.A.? I said, obviously, you have a firm grasp on the uh, playoff bubbles in MLB. I didn't
0: find that part of it, but what was his response to it? I, I don't recall. The French Open. Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, I've been keeping up with Roland Garros, and
1: then I, uh, I did the gif for uh, we have revoked your man card after that, so.
2: Uh, man but, but let, let, let's roll in to to john's game here right so wait john hold
0: on won. can i just finish the thought
2: yeah yeah finish the thought
0: okay. uh, people like john is uh very much in favor of our current president we might say uh, uh a long time backer part of the the deep death cult that goes with these the Trumpists. I guarantee if we did a family feud style sort of situation and we said, hey, death cult people, what do you do with your free time? What kind of sports do you watch? Uh, Steve Harvey would come around. He'd go, number one, NASCAR, obviously. Number two, midget tossing. Number three, beating up hobos. And that would be it. The French Open would never show up. Never, ever, ever show up. So that's a fail for John with his low-scoring team. John, I challenge you to come on and respond to these comments on the podcast next week and double down the Trump bet that we already have. All right,
2: so Joe B is not here, so let me go into the actual stats on his matchup. The stats on his matchup are a plus 10 if he isn't, so unlucky to lose from Vanside, side, the San Francisco bet, right? He got minus five for the San Francisco head coach, which I'm not going to lie. I've talked to these guys earlier. I lost a shitload of money on as well. So that goes from minus five to plus five. So that's a 10-point difference. When Dave so, says
0: a shitload of money, we're not talking hundreds of dollars here, people.
2: Well, that's, that's true. That's true. But in reality, he had Drake that went out. Right, and he had that loss, which shouldn't have happened. He, look, and I said it earlier: a win's a win, but John's team is not good. No, Dennis, you're raising your hand.
0: But you know what I like about John, and the thing about Wait, hold on, Dennis is raising his hand. You can raise your hand, Michael. Oh, go ahead. So uh, I do. Uh- I like his confidence despite everything against him. Which is much like his favorite president, uh, Donald Trump. So I, I got to give him credit for that. John, confidence is worth a lot. It's worth a lot. So and John- well, we're
2: giving you credit for that because just like, and look, I, I am, you are the sponsor of this podcast, but Dennis had his hand raised and you did not. So it's Dennis's two minutes. Go Dennis.
1: I don't need to, minutes. I have just a simple question uh, since I have two of, uh, we have three players here of the, FFL, I'm going to get it back to FFL. Uh, League of Futility. Uh, so tell me, what is, what is your
0: opinions on the head coach addition uh, this year? Anyway, let's move on to the next game. <laughs> Dave, it was not insignificant that I ignored him on that whole situation. Let's, Dave, let's talk. You choose, Dave. What's the next uh, matchup from last week that you want to talk about as I try to get the app to load? No, no, no. Let's no, do no. Dave. Let's do Dave. Mike V. What about Mike V? Mike V. Mike. Connecticut wine some
1: more? Somalia? I think he's a Somalia, isn't he? Wine some more?
0: Oh, is that what he's trying to do? We're going to get him on the podcast. Oh. I don't know. That That is not insane. That sounds – okay. that makes sense. Dave, next matchup, please, for God's sakes.
2: I thought we were talking about Mike V's matchup against yeah. Burrow D. Okay.
0: So how did that end up?
2: Not so well for Kristen.
0: Well, you know what? She's never going to be successful because of what Joe B said, which is you cannot take a player that is not on your team. I know it's funny to her, ha ha ha, but Joe Burrow's not on her team. So her. she lost by, she should have beaten me. She should have beaten Mike V. Adversaries, frenemies, and good friends back in her days. Look at she had forty-five points from Dak, Dak, and by the way, the Cowboys suck. Eat the Cowboys. Adrian Peterson nine. I mean, uh,
2: no, I don't know, Michael. It's that was a pretty good beating by uh, Mike V. That really was. No matter who she put in, Mike V was going to win. He had a good week. He had to go across the board. He's got 28 by Murray. He's got 20 by Elliott. He's, I mean, 25 by Thielen, 23 by Robinson. Yeah, Mike, that's,
1: that's he's got a great team.
2: That's he's strong. A legitimate, pretty good team. That's strong.
1: That's strong. It's a great week. I just go. want to say, if, if Dallas ever played four quarters, they'd be a really good team. No, but it's not about four quarters. There. There. Your Your defense the is catch-up.
2: fucking awful. It's awful. Oh, yeah.
1: But they're a juggernaut on offense. I mean, look, he's putting up 40 points, what, two, three weeks in a row. I mean, that's crazy. Mm. There's, I have a question about
0: that. What was the quality Dennis of this that occurred this week? Dennis, they are a failed franchise just like the New right. Yankees. They're a failed franchise.
1: Can we talk about the trade that happened this, this week that occurred this week? I, I don't get the value of the trade. Can you
0: walk us through that? A Dave? lot of comments about the trade and then some PS on the trade that happened in the last hour or so. So oh, time. let's work through the games. Uh, the one thing that I do want to say might V, and we'll talk about it with uh, upcoming games though. Kyler Murray, who has been great in fantasy, not, always in real games, but it's one of the games that's in the COVID bubble now.
2: Hey, hey, look, the only stats that matter, if you're going to score f- literally 12 points with both of your running backs, you're not going to win. And that was the, uh, the facts with Burrow Deep and Kristen.
0: That's true. I, I feel like – here's my personal feeling as I look at this dumb hot dog with a couple drips off of it. I think <laughs> – if you could get 15 out of each of your running backs and seven or, or 10 out of your tight end, you're good. Uh, Giseki two points. So that's a failure. How did Waller do? Oh, 15. So that's a fail. Kristen, do better. Do better. All right. Next mm. matchup. Mm. Next matchup. X-Men. Pulls it out against mixing it up. I don't even know who that is. Whose team is that? The n- names change all the
2: time. It's Jay Fry.
0: Jay Fry, we want you next week on the pod. I'll call you Monday.
2: Hey, so let me be perfectly honest on my team here. There's one thing that basically won the week for me, and that was a bullshit touchdown at the end of the Jets or the uh the game for um I'm killing shit here. Denver. I mean, it's – Gordon scored a touchdown with roughly three minutes to go, and that was 40 yards and six points on a touchdown. Outside of that, I'm losing that game. So, I, I, I have to disagree.
1: Humble Dave Joe Mixon, for, for mixing it up, that's why he changed the name, goes off for 42, Dave. Goes off for, when does Joe Mixon go off for 42? You should have won that
2: game. I, I won that game, Dennis. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry.
1: This is why I'm not on the podcast every week. Yeah,
2: no, Dennis, I won 136 to 130.
1: Yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking at it. That's why I apologize.
2: You squeaked it out. It's. I mean, mixing it up is their, their biggest issue was the running back again. They got 13 points out of the running backs. Gaskin had nine. Henderson had four. I got incredibly lucky and Gordon scored 25, but again, I think it was roughly 39, 41 yards and a touchdown came on a play at the very end of the game and they won. Hey, look. Shit, I, I, I am not unhappy that I picked up someone incredibly lucky, and they scored a touchdown. It's Do I think it's going to happen going forward? I don't know. But the trade might have something to do with that. So I'm really happy to talk about that.
0: Well, have you ever licked the trophy? That's the important question. Have you won the championship of this league, or was it your brother's team? I'm it sorry. It was his brother's team, and he did not lick the trophy. They
2: was Actually, I won I was the first – championship of the trophy and
0: the inaugural it's a lot harder for him when he doesn't have a feeder team don't you think and it's not i think that still was a feeder team that first year (laughs) yeah
1: it for the lee boys you know how the lee boys are
0: no it it was
1: for many years no doubt okay so let's keep this thing moving let's move on to uh uh off to al versus detroit another rebuild Uh, we're in Detroit, another rebuild, decimated.
0: Dave, what are your thoughts?
2: I, I honestly think that Heff has one of the better teams in the league. I think Anthony and Heff have the best teams in the league, as players are healthy right now, to take this thing home. That's my honest opinion.
0: Well, I think that's bullshit, but okay. Really? Do well- you really? Well, we've never seen either one of these teams take it to the finish line. They always fail in some fashion. They do. They fail. Hey, I love half and half. We're going to put you on here in November. Uh, We're setting up the call, whatever. But, no, it's a fail. And then Anthony, here's what happens. He buys the package with this app that tells him who to play, and then at some point it all Rigs down. Anthony's team
2: this year is pretty fucking right solid. It's pretty solid. It's and working for him right now. Look, Hep is Hep is going to have a struggle this week. He had a bad start last night to this week. So I'm looking ahead, but I'm last week. I don't know how you can question that. It's his team was dominant. He won by fifty. What <laughs> fifty three points? Oh
1: yeah, no, one fifty nine, and and that's that's no slight to Al think you know i'm glad to see Al will break 100 points with 105 uh he had the tampa bay coach to push him over the 100 bar uh, or at least uh, give him to the five excuse me uh but i, I will tell you this uh Hef has got his running back tandem of carson and edwards eclair i'm sorry e Lair. uh that's a that's a strong duo Don't sleep on those. those guys are powerful
0: i think so too what do you think michael yeah, it's a, it's a strong pair, but come on. Let's talk about the next matchup. Uh, we
1: can move on to, let's see here. We already had Is this Dennis's
2: game? Are we on to Dennis's
1: game? Bad, bad Bottom, bottom Burleys Burleys versus Bad Juju? Uh, it was a different team. Uh, I think it was Aaron It Out or least yeah, right. My Jones or something. I don't know. But I, I got decimated by Rodgers and, and Jones. I needed a, a 40 point at least a 35-point uh, showing from Mahomes. I scored, I scored a respectable 145, probably my best week of the year. But Joe just came out and destroyed me with 178. Uh, Kittle came back and just destroyed me. Hold well, let, on,
2: let, let's be – we can go back and look at the stats, and B will do that next week. But I'm telling you that Green Bay scores a shitload of points.
1: A of points. In the yeah, first yeah.
2: few weeks – Right. And then they slow down. They start running the ball. They start doing things different. And they started to last week. They started to bring other running backs in. Yeah. It'll be interesting what happens.
1: They have a plethora of uh, uh, players. That's why I dropped Marquis's Scantling, clad dressed guy, or whatever the hell his name is. Racist. But obviously, uh, obviously, Dave, I need you to drop somebody so I can uh, pick him up, and I think that'll carry me to the promised land. I do want to point out I was one and four in uh, 2017, uh, the year that I won it. And uh, I'm looking forward to coming back up. My schedule is lining up nicely. And this is a long season. It's a long, long season. And uh, who's producing now may not produce later. That's all I've got to say about that.
0: Are we sure that Joe B is not the best team in this league? No, he's not. He, he's, he's one player from
1: being screwed my opinion.
0: I don't know because I I could easily be one in three right now because I barely beat him. He should have won that game. Let's be honest. I read Anthony,
1: Anthony in half. I think David said nail on the head, Anthony a half. Uh, and um, Joe's number three. Joe's very strong.
2: Hey, if I play Joe this let's, week, let's be brutally honest here. And I know there's all kinds of bullshit. Everyone wants to talk, but if he plays it right, Anthony's team is by far and away the best. It all comes down to COVID.
1: It's going to come down it? to
2: COVID. Hold on. Hold on. He is in second place in the league, and Michael Thomas has played one fucking game. One yeah. game. Yeah. One game. He's got Allen, who's all right. killing it. He's got Kamara, who's the best player in the league, bar none. can't even argue it. Yeah. He's got Ronald Jones, who is now starting and doing everything he can.
0: Last last year, he lost. I know I had the lowest points, but he lost out because his software fails him at some point. He
2: starts great, but do
0: you think he's going to make the playoffs?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, he's going to make the playoffs. He's absolutely – side bet, here we go.
0: Yeah. What do we got left? Did we not – by the way, uh, audience, I've been busy the last ten minutes. Uh, Zoom wants me to spend some money because apparently we've recorded too many minutes to the cloud. Anyway, we're good now. But I was like, we'll pitch, we'll pitch in. We'll pitch in for the cost. Uh, I think everybody enjoys this. Tennis, and- it's all good. All for the good. Anyway, are there any games left we haven't covered? Because I got some other things to talk about. This trade with Dave and Kristen. I want to get into this.
2: No, I think we just covered every game.
0: We've covered every game? Pretty sure. Okay. So this is, and Dave is like, why haven't you texted me about this trade? And I just want it to be fresh. Uh, This is the dumbest trade I've ever seen in my entire life. I should have asked you, why did you do it, Dave? But I, I jumped the gun on it. But. All right, I'll let you respond, but it's the dumbest trade I've ever seen. It's like two people out on a street corner in 1925, and they go, ah, I got a dime and a nickel. And the other one goes, I got a dime and a nickel. And I got goes, 15 pennies. Right, I'm gonna trade you a dime and a nickel for a dime and a nickel. It's the most pointless trade ever. Now, I could be proven wrong, Maybe Dave is playing 3D chess, but I think it's more Trump chess where you're just eating pieces, but that's fine. And by the way, within an hour of this podcast, I send to Kristen, Michelle, Gerderson, Garrison, Boeing, whatever her name is, she's got a lot of last names, I send her a legitimate trade offer. Need for need. I need a good tight end. She needs a good running back. So I send her a running back for a tight end and she rejects it. Of course she does. What do either of you gain from this idiotic trade, a waste of ESPN's bandwidth? Hold on, Dennis. Let Dave respond. This is the dumbest trade ever. Usually in fantasy sports, there's two things that happen with trades. One, we see somebody gets snookered Usually Kristen, by the way, or John or Dennis, or somebody, the best trades are we help each other. Like I have a need, you have a need. But there's no need. You neither of you did anything to advance your team unless you're gonna tell me that you think that one of these guys that you got is gonna do something crazy that Kristen didn't anticipate. I gotta say. ESPN should sue both of you for the ridiculousness that's this trade. I hate this trade. It's just a dumb idea. Nothing happened. I actually sent a trade to Kristen, giving her a legitimate running back that gets her points for a tight end, and she has two tight ends. Does she say, take the other tight end, let's talk about it? No, of course she doesn't. She just rejects it. Dave, explain the logic behind you two trading this. And by the way, Kristen Garrison, for the full pod uh, two weeks from today, full pod with Kristen Garrison, announcing that now she has confirmed for the 23rd. Let's hear it, Dave. What do you got?
2: I'm not following totally. You think that this doesn't benefit either team?
0: It's idiotic. You're just trading like for like.
1: Let's let's go over the players. Let's cover the players. No. Melvin Gordon, no. third. Dennis, let's
2: break it. No, no, no.
1: Dennis, break it down. I, I don't remember the players. I remember Melvin Gordon, the third. And oh, the track. Sanders,
0: Melvin Gordon, Cam Ackers. All right, let's bring it up. All right, we're not – look, this isn't some fancy thing where we're all prepared for shit. We are now on our second bourbon, by the way, so. Nice. This is both in uh, – Unrehearsed and ill prepared
1: podcast. Please, Dave, explain yourself. I'm, I'm curious. I, I don't see any value
0: in it either. I texted Gorman. I said, What the hell is that? that I mean, I, I didn't okay. vote to veto it. Text, so you serious. called me and you said, What are they doing? And I said, I have no idea. This makes no sense to me. Dave, explain <laughs> it to us,
2: please. I mean, what do you want me to explain here? Here are the details. Cinematic. I know you want to go, Oh,
0: Kristen didn't see this. It seems like a 50, 50 deal to me. Hey, I've got a diamond and a nickel. Uh, the 1977 side is shiny. Um, but I got the nickel, the 1970 side is dusty and Kristen's got the opposite of those two. I mean, what is the point of this? What's, what's it going to do for you, Dave? Isn't that how the trades are
2: supposed to work? No, it's idiotic. And
0: she did not wait, hold
2: on. So so you're saying that the trade should be one-sided. I'm not understanding.
0: No, no. The best trades, Dave, are a win-win where you have a need and she has
2: a need. Where is there not a win-win here? She now has both Denver running backs.
0: Kristen, you got suckered. Sucker you think I won this trade? Oh, my God. I don't think either one
1: of you. I don't think either one of you want it. I think it's a boring-ass trade, and it just took up space, like Michael said, on the ASPN. All right,
2: so here's how why I propose this trade, is now on my team, I have the number 11, number 9, and number 17 wide receiver in all of fantasy football, and I've got – A terrible running back in David Johnson now slotted into the running back spot, which I agree. It's not good, but he's my second running back behind Mike Davis who will soon be Christian McCaffrey of which all three are keeper eligible for the next few years.
1: Yeah. That's why I did the trade. Mike Davis, you know, good pickup there. Glad you're up on the waiver wire. That's awesome.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Still the worst trade I've ever seen because it's the most boring okay so Kristen will be on in two weeks and we can measure how this went I think it'll be completely neutral and by the way as I mentioned already I offered a trade need for need, I need a running back I need a tight end but it gets rejected out of hand wait hold on hold on just to be clear he to took advantage of her You took advantage. Oh, that's not
2: fair. That is not fair.
0: (laughs) That is not fair at all. I don't don't agree with that. So you didn't take advantage of her. Dumbest trade I've ever seen. It's just like the old Native Americans meeting out at the smoke point and exchanging one kind of tobacco to the other. I mean, it makes no sense, Dave. At the end of the season. Net net, it's nothing. It's it's I, I know you got some strategy and, and Dennis, you've always said Dave Lee always wins. He doesn't always win. So Can't why do you care? He was, why why he do you win the, 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 yeah. the majority of the time? He wins the majority of the time. You wasted the league's time even having to think about this for a half a second. <laughs> Terrible idea. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Let's go. You guys ready?
2: Hold on. Timeout, not fair. I know you're the moderator. I know you own this podcast. But so you think it's net-net, which I think it is too. Oh. I, I think that my running back situation is fucking garbage. And I think my wide receiver situation needed to get upgraded, which it did. And hers on the running back side did because now she owns both Denver running backs. Why is that not good?
1: I fell asleep. Did you say something? So here's, here's, oh, here's my point, and I
0: heard Dave. Dave so I heard first all right, first all right, fuck off. By the way, this is bullshit. got some tricky bullshit up his sleeve, Chris. No, 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 no. He just told Davey, you, tricky, it's tricky bullshit. Nice Don't. Don't listen to Mr. Nice Guy. Dennis, what do you have to say? He just told you
1: his the whole reason why he did it. Dave now owns three wide receivers in the top 20, ranked in the top 20 in FFL. And that, that's a great move. Right, He's but Michael just guys said that, are that those
2: moves didn't mean anything to this year's fantasy football situation. We should sleep on it.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're not looking at where your player ranks, you know, in the echelon of, of the uh, – and, and listen, th- that might, I'm not taking a shot at Al at all, right? At all. But, you know, if you want to look – when you're going through the waiver wire and say there's just trash there, you <laughs> might want to – there's a lot of different stats you can look at. Player oh, rank there- – you know, last
0: game. Maybe
2: to, by it, way. We'll, we'll
0: look at it in a couple weeks, and Dave is, of course, always very savvy at these kind of moves, and Kristen.
2: Dave may not I win all the
0: time, but
1: he wins. She's I am sensing
2: that you think I actually got the better of this deal, no. Michael. So I'm very excited no. to have her no. on she in might. a few weeks with actual results to see what happens.
0: No. Every year she finishes as our 100% top female entrant. So stop it. Must know what she's doing. I'm just saying she must know what she's doing. Although gave her a great trade option, but whatever. She'll be on the pod in two weeks, and then we can let's see where we're at in two weeks. She'll be on the pod that week. Uh,
2: Look, it it could she could. Hey, she could be very well up. It's I'm not look. I don't think my team is very good. I am looking to the future and how I made myself better for this year. That is why I made the trade.
1: Dave falling on the sword again. Dave falling on the sword.
0: What happened Sunday morning? Because all of a sudden, Dennis, because he felt disadvantaged to the rules, wanted to change the rules of the entire league, which he called me about it. Maybe it was Saturday. And by the way, it was Sunday morning. It was Sunday morning. Okay. I was one of the two vetoes. And I think it should. If you want to change the rules, I'm That's on board, but it That's needs to be unanimous. But you sent a text out, and Al, who we try to get on this week, and we'll get him back. Al is at the Halo House because. And by the guy, By the way, guys, you should go to um, Facebook support the Deuce Marquis. Yeah.
1: Not support only- the Halo House. Yeah. Support the Halo House. Doing a great job there. Doing That's a great job
0: there. Dennis. But uh, Al's best friend ever, Corey, which he has named a part, and, and Al, you should come on and explain, yeah. this better I am, believe me, but a part of the deuce, the patio, which is so beautiful there, and he's blown out the windows in upcoming days, but he takes some of the profits, despite a terrible climate for anyone that owns a bar slash restaurant. And heading it over to the Halo house in the name of his friend, Corey, who died of pancreatic cancer. That's why he's not here tonight. But anyway, let's get past that. God love you, Al. We'll see how the Yankees do tonight. Could be Astros-Yankees for the ALCS. But you and Dennis, who Chris and Garrison claimed, looked like brothers one time. And there is a little resemblance there but got into it pretty well. And I would love to see you two in a boxing ring. By the way, your texts back and forth were good, but the conversations I had with each of you separately outside of that says, there is some bitterness. So what's going on, Dennis?
1: Listen, I want to apologize to you the Called you a clown. He said you were a clown. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. We're not going to hurl insults, anything like that. You know, I'm not going to call him Alice. Uh, I want to apologize to the league. I My team was in jeopardy. And, you know, listen, I make things happen. I don't know if you know this about me, but I make things happen. And I talk to people. And listen, I don't give a fuck if it's that Sunday morning or not. Let's talk about it. Let's have a discussion. So, listen, it got outvoted. That's great. That's why I brought all these fucking rules, commissions. I'm ready to talk about the rules anyway. So, listen. I apologize. I overreacted. I should have just kept my mouth shut, but I thought I played it pretty cool because what I really wanted to say to Al was I would respect somebody's opinion who maybe had made it to the fucking playoffs. Other than that, go find shit on the waiver wire. Learn how to manage your team because I did it. I've done it. And I may be 1-3 right now, but I guarantee you I'm going to be around in the playoffs.
0: Had you said that via the text, I'd agree with you and applaud for you. But I will say, because we can't have Al here, because he's doing good things for people. I don't know why the hostility, number one.
2: I don't
1: appreciate the hostility, and that's all I got to say about that.
2: Well, let's be honest. That's not hostility. That is it's the back and forth. We'll I, t-
1: I, I took it as hostility to be honest oh, with you. I vote yeah. no on everything and, and, and is, then the name-calling. He, he he had to go Trump. He had to go name-calling. Denise, hey, I voted hey, no. We, we went
2: hostility, hostility out of golf courses before. That was not hostility. Hold <laughs> on. Listen,
0: And Al and I it's look been nothing been alike. Gonna have, look, we're going to have to get them on together next week. But I got to say... Al and I look nothing alike. I have a beautiful head of hair. uh <laughs>
1: Kaczynski hair. I believe you call it Unabomber hair. Actually, Michael. Uh, and I have a Listen, I don't own my own business, so I just can't grow my beard
0: any way I want to, you know? I may be unemployed, but I got to look like I can get a job. Okay, are you done talking? Because I just want to say, your last text to the entire league was super passive-aggressive. If you want to say, you should have put it out there. But I feel, like, I, I feel like you lost. You could say whatever you want to. I licked the trophy, this, that, and the other. But... Al was right. You were wrong, and you lose this battle. We can get you on together, but I do feel like Al won this. Dave, what do you think? Dave, are you gonna weigh in or are
2: you gonna be a diplomat? I I think that the uh, conversation will be incredible. But let's let's talk about fantasy fucking football, which is Take, Take
0: aside! Take a side who won that text battle. Uh.
2: How on. I was right. We shouldn't have done anything last week. Yes,
0: I agree.
1: I, that's why I apologize to start this whole fucking conversation. That's right. why I apologize to
0: start this entire conversation. My bad. I apologize. I should not call you passive aggressive. I should call D- Dave deep passive aggressive. Take a side. You have a side, Dave. You saw. You know what?
1: But Listen, here's my fucking point. Here's my point. You don't have to fucking call people fucking names. You don't have to make fun of their names in order to get your point across. And I didn't. That's not true. Oh, Denise's Denise's rules? He knows what my fucking name is. Say that. I disagree. Go back and read the text. It was a shot. It was a fucking name shot. Alice. I didn't see it either. I don't think so anyway, think Moving on. Whatever. Fuck y'all. I don't give a shit. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm awarding best, you to L. The best podcast ever. That response beautiful. Let's play a game. Let's play a game, guys. Ready? All right. Here we go. This game is an objective game. I'm not going to promise it's always going to be an objective game, but certain people uh, texted me and said, Kid, "Why is it MDG gets to decide?" All right. So this is called Dead or Alive, and Kirsten has nothing to do with John Bon Jovi. Dead or alive, but legitimately dead or alive. So I'm going to throw out some softballs. So we have to guess, name names, and we have to guess if they're right. dead or alive. So bitter. All right. Dennis, I'm going to ask both of you. I'm going to throw out some underhand meatballs. Betty White, dead or alive, Dennis? Alive. Dave? Alive. Correct. Jerry Lee Lewis, the killer. Dave? Alive. Dennis? That's a good one. I'm going to, for the sake of it, I'm going to go alive. He is alive somehow. Cousin to Jerry Falwell and, and Mary- Mickey Gilly. And, Mary- and Mickey Gilly. Married to, right. And married to his 15 year old wife. Well, listen, that was 1957. Yeah, that's, that's fine. John's just nodding his head right now, going. <laughs> All right. So often, uh, this guy historically often called dead. No one really knows. From The Godfather, from Barney Miller, from the spinoff. Fish, Abe Vagoda. He's dead. Abe God is dead.
2: I don't know who the fuck that is.
0: Tessio. Fish. All right. You're
2: out. Yeah. I'll, I'll say whatever Dennis said. I don't know.
0: All right. Dave, Pat Summerall. Companion. Oh, he's is been dead, dead or alive. alive. Wait a second. Is Fish dead or alive? He's dead, right? Yeah, he is dead. He okay, thank you. Like a year ago, though. Pat Summerall dead.
1: Pat Summerall dead. Big, big. Joke
0: with a Vagoda. People kept saying he was dead, but no. Uh, Pat he Summerall. Like he was.
2: Uh, Pat dead. No, we're, we're dead on both sides. He's dead.
1: You both say dead? What position did Pat Summerall play when he was
0: kicker. a player in the NFL? Yeah, he's a kicker. Kicker. For what team? Minnesota Vikings. The New York Football Giants. Thank ah, you very much. New York Giants. Dave is not always right. Dave does not always win. And by the way, when you listen to games and people go nothing doing, that's Pat Summerall. That was his expression they've all stolen it from him. Nothing. I'll tell you what,
1: the tandem of Summerall and uh, John Madden. That that's the pinnacle. That is some hey, of the great.
2: The, hey, the come, on, come on, come so on, Dennis. Well. Let's be honest here. It's. Tony Romo is pretty fucking good with Jim Nance. Tony
1: Romo is very good, but I'm telling Jim you. Jim Nance you is fucking good,
2: enough. too. I don't
1: think you're old enough. It said no, Summerall, and uh, John Madden doing play-by-play, to be honest with you. Well,
2: well I played a fuckload of video games, you and he's up, been bro. on those.
0: A Crisco salesperson in the 70s and known as Mrs. Brady, Florence Henderson, Dad. who, by the way, banged Greg
1: Brady. Florence Henderson and fuck cancer. She died of cancer, too.
2: How the hell am I supposed to know that? What's your answer? Basically, 1981. 1981.
0: All right. Dennis is right. She's dead. That's garbage.
2: Murder,
0: murder she wrote, star. Oh,
2: Angela Lansbury. I know that one. Or dead. No, she's not dead. She's alive. Dennis? I still watch her. Every single... Look... Angel Lansbury and Murder She Wrote, <sighs> hashtag Law and Order, Jack McCoy. That's my life. You can't
1: even keep this fucking football related, huh? You just gotta break the boundaries. She's, oh, dead, she's, she's dead. She's been dead.
0: Edibles, if that's what your life is. But okay. Yeah.
2: Wow, well, kind yeah. of. Angel
0: Lansbury. What do you say, Dennis? Dead. She no. Is alive. Yeah. Oh. Yes, right. uh. How about? the first man to walk on the moon, Neil Armstrong. Dead. Go ahead. He died in 2012, but here's the confusion for me. As a young man, 1978 to 1992, the head coach of the Chicago Bears was a guy named Neil Armstrong. What are the odds? And I thought it was the same guy. I mean, I was a young man, who knew? Turns out, not the same. But Neil Armstrong, the guy that landed on the moon, died in Cincinnati. And he lived, Dave, in a place called Indian Hill, Ohio. I tried to look up where that is. I'm confused about it. But there's a lot of famous people that lived in Indian Hill, including
2: Carson Palmer. Well, yeah, because it's the most rich place of the entire West Side. After the real West side became famous.
0: But wait a minute. It also says Merge Shot lived there. And Kristen Garrison took me by Merge Shot's, what do you call that, mansion? That's that's Indian Hill. Oh,
2: oh. Carson Palmer lived on the West side? No, 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 no. Indian Hill is on the East side of the city. Jesus what do you mean, you March? out live in the west side of the city.
0: What I've seen this mansion over by that golf course over there when I used to work no, no, no at that no. company. Western
2: we- Hills Country Club? No, no, no. <laughs> Everyone who was rich after exactly. 1870 lived on the east side of the city.
0: Okay, but fair enough. I've seen the shop mansion. <laughs> I believe it's on the west side. We'll need Kristen to get involved, but she claims it's within, like, a mile of her parents' house, and she's – Yeah, like,
2: that's Gamble and Nippert, like, it's – no, 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 no. Wait, what? Let's let Kristen explain it, because she's more familiar with that since I came down here roughly eight years ago. I may not know my history on the west side of Cincinnati, but
0: – Other people that lived in Indian Hill.
2: Peter Frampton. Yep. dead. Indian Hill is an extremely wealthy area on the east side of Cincinnati.
0: Marvin Lewis. Carl Linder, owner of the owner of the Reds. Arthur Palmer,
2: I mentioned him. Well, first of all, the Reds aren't even half of that, right? I mean, United Dairy Farmers made his fortune.
0: By the way, anyone on this podcast that's never been to Cincinnati, the best ice cream you can get in Cincinnati is... Gas station. Oh, what's it called? United Dairy Farmers? UDF?
2: Incorrect. The best <laughs> it's, it's
0: gainers or whatever. Fuck off. The Raiders. <laughs> whatever it is. Nah. Thank you. That's a fail. That's such a fail. All right, dead or alive. Let's continue. Pope Benedict the 16th. So not our current Pope the one before is he dead or alive
2: <clears throat> dennis
1: you can't have a new pope unless the fucking pope is dead so i'm gonna go with dead
2: dave i don't even know what you are asking and i have no idea what this is oh, 16th okay you're not catholic
0: anyway dennis you're wrong uh, he is one of the few popes that, unlike uh Supreme Court justices, stepped away probably because of pedophilia, being in the Hitler Youth, and all kinds of other things. How recently did he step away? Here.
1: Uh, see, now you're not my German
0: dog. Sorry about that. Mute, that's not helping my podcast. Uh, well, this is why Dennis on
2: the podcast is great.
0: Ruth Bader Ginsburg died oh. recently. Sandra Day O'Connor, dead or alive? Oh, dead. And well, Dennis is gone. Yeah, running around with that dog. Okay, he's gone. Actually, Sandra Day O'Connor is still alive. Really? Yeah, she had deep Alzheimer and had to step away. Dave, how about Cars frontman married to that supermodel from Czechoslovakia, Paula? Wait. Wait. Did you say Cars? Cars. Yeah, he's dead. Cars. Rick Kasic is, is dead. Rick Kasic, dead or alive, Dennis? Dead. <laughs> uh.
1: I know his name was, his wife's name was Paula Parvinsky or something like that. She was uh, Czechoslovakian.
0: Correct. You are right about that. And he did die recently. So yes. Fuck cancer. He had cancer. Fuck cancer. Uh, last one. Dead or alive? Alex Van Halen. Really? All right, let's talk about uh, this week's games. Let's. Oh that- no, we
2: already did that, Michael. This week. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about this week's games.
0: All right. Is this the end of the podcast? I'm looking at my notes. What else we got? Uh, this, that, the other. The trade was ridiculous.
2: Elvers. Oh, hold on! Hold on! I I am really interested to hear how, how that trade was ridiculous. Why was it ridiculous in your mind?
0: I already told you. I got a dime and I got a nickel. Let me trade you a dime for a nickel. So stupid. And plus I sent her a trade request for uh, I want a baller and I was giving her good value on a running back. That's what a good trade is, is, is need for need. But no. Not gonna happen, all right. Let's just freestyle this. I'm not looking at the notes. So time check. That, hold on, you we're don't think, that the trade that went through, hold on.
2: Dennis? Hold on, you don't think, Michael, the trade that went through was legitimate value on both sides? It
0: was the dumbest trade I've ever seen in fantasy sports in any by, way. By
2: whose side? By my side? By her side? I don't understand.
0: No, I feel like it's neutral, and you guys just traded nothing for nothing. Let's look at it at the end of the season. We'll find out. We'll find out. Let's talk about the league, a little round the league. Let's talk about round the league. Anything new, notes on anybody in the league? Uh, John, we got to get John on the podcast, right?
2: He's not been on
0: yet.
1: Agreed. Got to get him on.
0: Dennis, question for you: What is your favorite '70s theme song?
2: Oh Christ! I think that's why I chose oh, my
1: <laughs> favorite '70s television theme song. To, that's really hard. You have to have like a top three. You know, you have to have Debbie WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh, you have to have Barney Miller.
0: Dennis, you have to have. Here's the good thing. W. Care in Cincinnati, they had a different song at the beginning than they did at the end. Yes, They're they did. Two totally different songs, so that happened. Hey, so Gorman, Howard
1: Hessman, Dead or Alive, Howard Hessman. Who was Howard Hessman, number one? Johnny Fever. Not Les Nessman, but Howard Hessman. Johnny Fever. Dr. Johnny Fever. Uh,
2: we should probably cut this and go alive. to uh, I, think he's uh, the
1: I
0: think he's alive.
2: Uh,
1: I'm guilty of uh, playing that game a day where you don't know what college it actually went to, and you just ask. I think he's dead. I think he died of cancer. I'm gonna go uh, dead.
0: All right. Well,
1: let's, do we let's look it
0: up here for the people. I I feel like we've probably done it all. We've said it all. We've yeah. looked out at games. Oh, hold on. Uh, I got something from Al. It's about the baseball game. It doesn't matter. Uh, hey, look,
2: here's the thing. If well, anyone he lost, is I'm alive, he
0: is alive. Time. Howard Husband. Wait, 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 wait. We got to get Van on because I want a deep dive on this frac. Nope. No, 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 no. Plus, he and I are big fans of a Hemingway book
2: that you guys. No, seriously. Howard Husband is alive. A big time for it. one minute. Here's the deal. Every week on this podcast, we're going to talk about last week and this week. But We'd love to have anyone else on the podcast that would like to talk about anything about above and beyond that.
0: Hey, I'm going to make some literary recommendations with, uh, no, I like, uh, Van and I talk about books and stuff. That's okay. I know y'all bunch of fucking cavemen with your fucking stone tablets, like, Sports, sports. I don't want to think about anything. But, <sighs> all right. Are we good? Dennis, is there anything else to add to this?
1: No, I, I think we're at a respectable time limit. Well, wait uh, a minute. Push. We didn't talk about the rest of your rule changes. What? All right. So Amanda just got here. Uh, my girlfriend just got here. So I don't have a lot of time. And the podcast is already, what, what do we at, 45 minutes right now? Can we get a time check?
0: enough and you're we already shot down all your rule changes and we're gonna laugh at whatever else you have you're right
1: you're right no it's all you're gonna do and listen i'm trying to be a real rule committee here i'm trying to bring up real items you know real things real things on a ballot yeah,
0: I, I. he's holding a slip of paper dave i think it's enough i think we should shut it down i really feel like that's enough Hit the mute. Both of you guys hit the mute. I'll hit the outro music. We'll be good. Thank you for a uh, wonderful experience on the podcast. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, Peace out. Love you, Al. Love you, Dennis. Dave, hit the mute. We're going to go to the outro. By the way, MDG, just saying here for you youngins, you don't know about a guy named Johnny Nash. Johnny Nash died the same day that Eddie Van Halen did and nobody knows his name but you might know his song if you're the right age here it is this is our outro hey we'll talk to you next week thanks everybody
2: I can see clearly now the rain is gone I can see all Blind. It's gonna be bright, 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 sunshiny bright sunshiny day. It's gonna be bright, 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 bright sunshiny day. I think I can.